interesting folks, and a hearty welcome to our drive-in theater. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you, one that will provide several hours of pleasurable relaxation and diversion for you and your family. Did you fail to dress up for tonight's show? No tie, an old shirt and slacks, a house dress? Well, don't give it a thought. We're glad you came as you are. We just want you to enjoy yourselves. Don't forget to visit our refreshment center during the intermission or any time. You love the tasty array of snacks we have to offer. So will the youngsters. Everything is quality and mm, so good. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Bring the family. Bring your friends. There are always wonderful new pictures to see, delightful snacks to nibble, a gay, pleasant evening for all. Oh, a word of caution. Don't drive over 10 miles an hour in the theater area for your safety's sake. And mom or pop, go with the kids when they leave the car. We hope you have a wonderful time. Come back soon. Welcome at to the Starlight Drive-In. Are you there, Vicky? Yeah, I am. Okay. Wait. Welcome to the Starlight Drive-In, everybody. And we have a special treat tonight. Well, not for the people in the back row, because when Vicky landed here in her spaceship, she took up about four or five <laughs> parking spaces, but uh, she has the right. Yeah, well, you know, my spaceship it will accommodate all those people who I took their spots. So they come on in, come on yeah. in. We'll have a party. But yeah, this year is the 40th anniversary of the thing. Well, it's being celebrated this year. And Vicky got to see the ass part of it. And for <laughs> what that is, Vicky said she wanted to tell you before we started this. And here... Here's Vicky. Okay. I went to the 40th anniversary showing. I think they showed it three days in a row, actually, at the movie theater. At one of their fancy, you know, their fancy ones with the big um, overstuffed chairs that you can sit and eat like you're pretending like you're still at home or something. Well, here's the thing about that, that you're not at home. And you still have to put up with the rude freaking people, okay? But I'm going to get to that in a moment. Uh, this is a 40th anniversary of one of the, the greatest horror slash sci-fi movies ever made. John Carpenter's The Thing. It's like the star of, his, uh, of all his work. It's so great. Yes, I know that they didn't um, like it when it first came out. Critics, you know whatever because critics are critics okay but this is a great movie and so I'm sitting there getting ready to watch this movie that scared me to death for two weeks I couldn't even sleep after I saw this movie I was so afraid of being transformed so um, they start the movie and what is it it's small it's grainy the sound is really small i mean it was like i was sitting in an old time in in like my old time house with my old time tv and my old time no speakers in the tv except the tv speakers it was kind of horrible because they made this huge huge mistake when they distributed the film to all these theaters it i don't know steven can tell you the the problem 
with the film? Uh, the problem was is they showed it in the wrong aspect ratio. Basically, the best way to describe it to you people at home is if you were watching the thing and the thing was only in the middle of your widescreen <laughs> TV. I mean, just right squeezed in the middle. And instead of the full Dolby Mono, they put it in some kind of Dolby 2.0 stereo that sounded like crap. And the sound mix of this movie is very, very important as we get into it. That's right. The sound, everything fits perfectly. The visuals, the sound, everything. It's a masterpiece. And when I saw it, when the movie started and I'm just like, what the heck? Why is it so not right? (laughs) And, and, um, I just thought, oh, maybe they want some kind of, you know, ancient ambiance of the 1980s to, like, flow over us or something. I don't know. I don't know because because it was horrible. It was a very small picture on a very large screen with really bad sound. And I don't want to talk about the the rude teenagers. What it get chased? What chased my bun is people. They fixed it the next night. Proper ratio, proper sound. But did they offer a refund or apology no. to the people who went to it the first night? No. No, they did not. No, they did not. They could have easily. We all bought them with our digital devices. You know those uh, our tickets. And yeah. so ahead of time, because you have to buy your seat now, where are you going to sit? And um, so they could have refunded every single one of us. And most of us would have come back to watch it. Uh, but nope, nope, nope. Really, really dampens my desire to do that again. It's Phantom. Phantom is notorious for showing, taking crappy prints. And showing them as their anniversary event. Yeah, well, Phantom, you know, the big finger. Fuck you. Yeah. You know, a lot of people were pissed off. Well, you got to remember, Vicky, this little fact. There's people of my gener- of my generation and your generation who did not see this. At the theaters when it came out. They picked up on this on cable, on VHS, yep. on the DVD. Yep. Yeah. So there's yep. an amazing amount of people who did not watch this. It was probably chomping at the bit to get a chance to actually see this on the big screen. Right, 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 talk, right. Yeah. Right, Absolutely. I mean, I know I bought it as a VHS when it first came out. That's not when I first saw it, of course. I'm, I saw it in the movie theater. But, uh, yeah, it's been out on everything. It's been out on cable. It's been out on regular TV. It's been out on VHS. It's been out on DVD, Blu-ray. Now I guess it's going to be out on, um, you know, the big 4H, whatever it is. Yeah, 4K. Yeah, there you go. Say 4H. I'm happy right now with uh, my Shout Factory uh, Blu-ray of it. Yeah, and I just have my special edition DVD, 
and it's going to play just fine. Well, mine, when I picked it up, Vicki, it was $9 yeah. at Walmart. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I, I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I have no clue how much I paid for this. Um, I have two editions. They're both exactly the same. It's the outer cover that's different. And yeah. uh, I don't well, know. The big I don't know how much the I DVDs paid. is. If you've got a first edition of the DVD, which just has the movie poster hidden in the documentary, which you have to change the audio track, is the complete yeah. Morio or uh, Ennio Morricone soundtrack. Oh my gosh, I I want to talk about that too because I bought. Oh, I'm so stupid too. I bought yeah, and had but, for a long yeah. time. We'll talk about that once that. we uh, get started. And oh, we're man. at yeah. a universal picture at five seconds. Yep. And I got my re- little remote in. Okay. And we're going to start it in five, four, three, two, one. Hit play now. A universal picture. There we go. And you get to hear that music. Boom, boom. I loved Escape from New York so much that uh, I went out and bought that music as soon as I possibly could. But guess what? I didn't buy it because it never came out on vinyl ever. And so I had to wait for a bootleg. And so then this came out, and it wasn't even John Carpenter, and it was a million times just so, so captivating that I And it had like it. over 40 minutes of music that's not even in the movie. Yes. Oh, ton- oh yeah, tons of it. And so, um, God, I was so happy. I was so proud of that. And yeah. life makes you sell things that you don't want to sell. There he is, Bill Lancaster. And this is the exact same opening as Howard Hawks' original. I love this opening. Yeah, they use the exact same opening as Howard Hawks' original about this poor alien who crash lands into Earth. Yeah, you got to have a little sympathy for the alien at first, okay? You just do. Yeah. Can you imagine? I'm I'm crash landing on a planet that probably yeah. no one's ever going to. And this was uh, burned by putting cloth over steel. And they burned out the title. Practical effect. If you want to see the difference, wait till it fades in from Antarctica Winter 82, and you will see how gorgeous this movie is. Look at how beautiful that is. It is. It's beautiful. So this movie was filmed in Alaska and in British Columbia. Yeah. And I love it. And I love it. No, and they're just showing the isolation, and there come the Norwegians, though we don't yep. know that they are Norwegians by now. 
But don't you love how the music sounds like a heartbeat? Yeah. Just boom, boom. Yep. And here they come. They're your first indication, Norwegian. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell are they hunting? Yeah, out there? I mean, just imagine, Vic, you're at the vibe and it's just turned dark and you're just seeing this white in the middle of all the blackness of night. <laughs> I know. It's just like he drops us in the middle of the scene. And this was based more on the original story, Who Goes There, than the original Howard Hawks, The Thing was. Right, right. The um, the only thing that's changed is that uh, from the original story is that we get dropped right into the action first. And that's good because there was like this, um, the beginning of the original short story, written story is, uh, you know, a long explanation of why they're there and blah, blah, blah. And you need that in a written story, but in visuals, you need this. Oh, that reminds me of the crappy TV version of this. You remember when I played that? (laughs) Where they tried to explain who everyone was in detail. Uh, that is just, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot more detail on who they are and stuff in the novelization of the movie, which is a holy grail and costs a scary amount of money. <laughs> well... I think that there's enough characterization in this movie. Yeah. Because it's a horror movie. I mean, oh, look, they're bored. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and guess oh, who plays the computer voice? Um, Sigourney Weaver. No, Adrian Barbeau. Uh, oh, of course. Duh. Yeah. Adrian Barbeau, John Carpenter's wife. She has a nice voice. Yeah. And the reason they're using JMB Scotch, Vicky, is JMB yeah. had a deal with movie studios. If you took their booze and put their bottles in prominent places, they would let you use it in their mo- your movie for free. <laughs> the quiet before the storm. And yeah, if, but that. Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you. Oh go well, ahead. that that liquor bottle, that 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 JMB bottle becomes uh its own importance in this movie. Yeah. You know, the first time I saw this, I was like, man, that dog's so smart. <laughs> uh, yeah. <'cause... laughs> He's well, invading that helicopter. And here's one of the first fights that John Carpenter had with Universal coming up. They wanted to have the Norwegian's dialogue subtitled. Oh. Yes. 
And if you understand what they're saying, this will be a very short freaking movie if any of them spoke Norwegian. <laughs> right. Right. Because they would have shot the dog and been done with it. <laughs> Norwegian. Yeah. <laughs> See, they just, he said, what the hell? They got doors on the side. Yeah, it's Norwegian. <laughs> Look at that mountain. It's so huge. And the grenades. <laughs> they really want to kill that dog. Oh, yes, they do. They're even going to risk an avalanche. They are terrible shots. Yes, they must be drinking or something because they are just the most horrible shots. <laughs> well, if you remember, it speaks. it talks a little bit about later how uh, this is really the first day of their isolation because it's too windy for them to use the helicopter anymore. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, right here's where it has the first bit that if they if they could understand this, it's going to show movies. Oh oh oh! There it happens! Oh my God! It's happening! Oh shit! Shit! <laughs> Stupid. Stupid! No, that's what he actually said in Norwegian. I got. I actually went somewhere and seen the translation. Okay, notice who first pet the dog. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Get away from the and dog! He's you fucking him. idiot! It's not a dog. It's an alien. <laughs> oh. Stupid! Run! Oh, oh, and why don't you break the window? Because it's winter outside. I mean, really, how <laughs> short would the movie if they understood what he was saying? It would be the end. Yeah. He had to explain that about 20 times to Universal Executives, why you don't want people to know what the Norwegians are saying. And there's oh, well. a JMB bottle again. Yep, and look at who. Okay, here's the thing. You have to watch. He drank it because he just got shot, but he also got licked by the dog. Okay. Yeah. And so that bottle comes back again later, because there's a big controversy on in this movie of who's infected and who's not. Well, the big controversy is at the end. But... Yes, when I, I went to see this with um, friends of mine, I neglected that, and we talked about it because my friends are real geeks over science fiction like I am, and so we were tagging. And really, he's the first one alone with the dog right there. The guy with the beard. He's the first right. one who's completely alone with the dog. First see, first goddamn week of winter. <laughs> He's lucky that he didn't shoot a little higher up and get his you-know-what. <laughs> yeah. I would say he's not as 
And there's one of the best actors in the whole movie. Once he starts acting shady, you know trouble's happening. That's Wilford Brimley back there. That's right. Anybody in the target. This movie is all about isolation. Yes, yes. The theme is isolation. I mean, the opening shot, there's a cliff of mountains so high you can't even climb them. A helicopter comes over. They're isolated. The Norwegians are isolated. The dog is isolated. The, The guys here are isolated. Yeah. So it's such a great theme. Yeah. And they're not friends. They, at first, this looks like they're getting along and everything, but as the movie well, goes. Well, they're suffering from cabin fever. All, they're suffering from boredom already. They're going right. Like it's only been two weeks. They get contact with any outside world. See, that explains why they couldn't hit it in the helicopter right yep. there. Right. An hour there, an hour back. He's like, no. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have the sound mix, you don't hear how hard that wind is blowing right now. Blowing, yeah. Yeah, you see, you can't fake what's going on in the background with the weather. This is like really outdoors. Yeah. Unlike all the stage stuff these days. I love that danger tail rotor. And that's a shot that doesn't seem that ominous until you watch it the second time. Right. And the whole thing is, is that, but still, they were chasing that dog and trying to kill it. I don't think that I would just let it hang. I wouldn't even put it in with my other dogs. Maybe it's got a disease. Especially if what they find here in that next three minutes. (laughs) I know. I know. He's and there's that great and be like, again. Here's the problem that Ennio Morricone had. From 90% of the movie, John Carpenter only uses this theme. Yep. In fact, oh, and on your VHS, Vicky. Uh, yeah. This song wasn't on it. Because Universal did not want to play the music rights to uh, 
Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Oh, God, what a bunch of stin- stingy bastards. That bit superstition, <laughs> it's the perfect song for that, that moment. Yeah. For the um, audience, as the camera's panning, Ooh, I love, ooh, I want that pinball machine. Sorry. Yeah, I like that neon light in the back. Oh, see, here comes the and dog. And you don't know, is Wait. it coming out of someone's room or anything? Look right there. Right. It's, look, it's going. It's go- you don't know how. Yes. Oh, shit. It's seen us. It's seen us, Mickey. <laughs> Stay away and from me, And you don't dog. know who that is right there. Well, I think it's Windows, actually. Yeah. I know. You can't tell. It's true. You can't tell. It's not. We know it's not these three guys. Yeah. Poor Windows. Uh, Did you ever watch the the sequel, the prequel to this? Oh, yes. Of course I have. It's so terrible. I've watched it that we three times. Knew, right? Yes. It's, but see, I don't like the lead female um, actress in that, in it. Mary, 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 I can't act. Winston, whatever her name is. Mary yeah. Elizabeth Winston or whatever. I don't know. I don't remember her name because she can't well, act. Well, that's the problem with tough female roles nowadays. Back then, back in our day, the women were tough because they were forced to be. Right. And in them, they're just like, I'm tough, I'm tough. I'll... Nowadays, <laughs> most of these tough girls in movies, I'm expecting them to scratch their balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. You know, if they were to make a remake of this right now, how many females... I mean, how many roles would be female roles? There'd have to be a gay couple, too. (laughs) Yeah. They would know they would have to be females because that was one of the dumbest reasons at Universal when they were throwing shit against the wall to try to figure out why this movie flopped at the box office. They used that term. They said, well, it's because there isn't any female roles in it. There's no romantic interest. Yeah, so much BS on that. Oh, here's that music. I love this music. Yeah. The um, You don't need female characters in this story. Look at that axe. Look at all the blood. Don't touch the I'm, blood. I know. I mean... That's the problem with prequels is are you going to tell us new information or just show us shit you told us about in the first film? Right, because that is how it failed. It showed us everything that we've already seen. Even the whole spaceship thing, big freaking deal. It just didn't, it, it just, there was nothing to grab onto. Yeah. They the probably only thing even explain they... this, which is one of the nastiest scenes in the movie, I think. They did explain this. 
I mean, and they geez. they explain that the when you turn into the creature, if you have any um, any metal like fillings or earrings on, those yeah. things drop off. Oh, horse poop! Yeah. I know. You think it was, the thing it's not will enough. be so sloppy as not put the thing, you know. Yeah, so why didn't they, I mean, yeah. I mean, it just looks like he just cut his own throat and rest. It's like, dang, what could be so bad they caused somebody to do this? Yeah, well. And I was scared to death as a little 12-year-old me. And mesmerized at the same time because I wanted to know where what the heck happened here. Oh my gosh, I was a young adult and I was still scared to death. Yeah, I have to admit that this movie is the number one movie that scared me to my freaking core. I mean, Alien scared me, but Alien you can see the bloody Alien. This you can't see. It's like COVID. It just infects you. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's Oops. why this movie really started getting some new traction when COVID hit. Right, right. They were getting lots of hits, lots of streaming hits. Yeah. And here's one of the creepiest shots of the movie, right here. This is when you realize that something not not normal has happened. Right. Well, if you're like me, okay, I grew up watching the old movie, the 1950s movie. Yeah. And that's an iconic shot also from that movie. Yeah. Listen to that music. That's so good. Well, it's Morricone. What do you expect? But yeah, I mean, I know. just the size of him. that hole in there is what's creepy, you know. Yeah, it's huge. But, you know, here's another thing about this. Think about maybe the guy who crashed the alien in the spaceship. Yeah. Maybe... Maybe they were big giants or something. This is creepy right here. But maybe they were infected, and that's why they crashed inside the spaceship and went off course. Or they woke up. Well, you imagine imagine waking up after being in an ice bath for maybe 50 to 100 years. How cross and grumpy would you be? Very. And confused. What the hell are these weird pink skin things that's just deciding to muck mess with me? The one thing about this movie that I think is brilliant is that there are so many questions that cannot be answered. Just like is, is, look, we went through a pandemic. We still don't even know how... COVID, how SARS-19 ever um, was created. Look you just see looking at dog's eyes. It's like, oh, I know, shit. he's a perfect actor. 
I've always I thought know, that, that dog, dog had that a, oh shit look in his face. Yes, I know. He does. He's an actor. And people wondered Ooh, how, and this is spoilers, how Wilford Brimley's character gets infected. Look right at there, him. probably. He's like, well, even with the wolves, he's like guts deep in that thing. Yes. Same with him, too. Well, all three of those guys are infected. Whoops. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't say anything. I get it. It's not in it. So, here it is. Oh, I can't wait to tell Jared and Alicia. Yeah, this is when they got a hold of it before it transformed. And that's a very iconic image from the movie. Yes. Look There's at that, that dog. dog. Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> See how Wendell's hair? See how his hair is up like that? Yeah. I think that's the shadow. The shadow. Yeah. He was all. He also played uh, Fox in the Warriors. I mean, look. It can't be that easy to infect in that blood because Doc doesn't get infected until maybe. Right. Later in the film. But him, I can see why the thing infects uh, Cooper. Because as we see in a little while, he's the only one to figure out which way is Sunday. Yep. Well, that face ain't normal. <laughs> Sorry. Well, the first word you said was seem. Yes. And right then, at the, right when they landed, that's the last daylight we see in this whole movie. Right. Don't you remember 30 Days a Night? This is set right when the sun goes down for about a month. Yeah, yes. like if they've been there so long, they've already watched all the TV shows and everything. And if he's infected by the thing, child gets infected right there. Puff, puff, pass. Yeah. Can be bad, kitties. <laughs> God damn. See, look how weird Clark acts right there. Yeah. Yeah, he he acts weird, but... 
He's just a my weird sleep, dude. Uh, my sleep pattern would be that messed up, too, if I was in a place where I couldn't tell. Uh, uh, day for night. Like, what are you doing? Disorienting that would be if you wake up and there's like six months of sun, no night, basically, or six months of night. You know, about three months a night, just right, right. Yeah, but you know, you never know what kind of environment aliens come from. I just feel bad for the dogs. I'm just talking about the humans. Oh, the humans? Oh, yeah. We have a hard time adjusting to that. Absolutely. Look how much bigger he is than all the rest of those dogs. Yeah. And I think this is the practical right here. And here's the first time we actually get to see this thing. Oh, my God. The flower thing. Yes, the flower thing. The the bloom. Oh, and those things. That scared me to death. Damn right. That's what I be doing. Yes. Well, dogs, huskies are smart. Oh, no. Where did get those kinds of... Help the dogs. Help the dogs. <laughs> yeah, look at ah, you, ah, a goo ah, whatever that is. That unexplained oh, goo. That's the infecting shit. Oh, that's so disgusting. Come on. Walk a little faster. You dick. Turn on the light. Be ready for the shock of your life. Oh, yes. oh, Turn on the light, man. Then dogs are not polite. Oh. oh, and did you see a piece it's of the a... thing just escaped right yep. there when you closed the door yep. and cut it off? God. Well, your normal is not... about to end. Yeah, the dogs did not give a damn. They gonna knock his ass down if that meant. There we go. He hears. Kurt Russell is just so handsome. My favorite line in this. (laughs) Pissed off, whatever it is. (laughs) It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. Keith David. See, Max already figured out how to kill him because the first thing he asked for is the flamethrower. Yes. So is he already infected? No. He knows so much? No, he just took put two and two together from what he's seen. <laughs> How could you stand that howling, crappy sound? I don't know. 
I don't know, but that thing's trying to. Oh God, it's so good. Those poor babies. Yeah. Oh, those poor babies. Oh, this is so horrible. And this is oh. when you said, yeah. <laughs> oh, what the hell is that? The hands. Oh, and, just... and, and, yeah. there it goes. Burn, you stupid son of a bitch. Yes, why don't you take your time? Oh, look at one eye right there. I know. Oh, in case you're wondering, Vicky, that thing when it opened its mouth, that was yeah. uh, Rob Bottin built that to make it look like dog tongues are all around it, you know. Well, it does look like dog tongues. <laughs> you know that last one that opened? That... Yeah. Well, don't they realize that part of it got away? They do, but I think they're just they don't shocked. realize it got away. Well, not all of them saw the thing, but there is a hole in the ceiling. Yeah. And look at the creeps okay. back there like, stay away from me. Yeah. Look at him. He's an asshole deep in it. I mean, just breaking off limbs. <laughs> How, uh, He's when did the uh, thing absorb a crab-like creature? I don't know. Over there in the um the Norwegian place. Yeah, they must be eating good then. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, are you crazy? Why don't you have a mask on? (laughs) (laughs) Absorb them, become them. And the finish. <laughs> Replicators. Yeah. And here's when the paranoia starts to kick in. Yeah, but one of those dogs got squirted with that liquid stuff. Yeah. You 
Look at him. He's like, oh, shit. He's too dumb to be replicated. <laughs> yep, probably nothing. Look, he's looking at everybody now. Everyone, McCready already is looking at it. Oh, this is the Norwegian yeah. uh, film they brought back. VHS. Well, it's a, portio, <laughs> a PVR, portable video unit. Oh, look what we found. We are smart Norwegians. <laughs> Oh, maybe station. Look, love the way it just looks. You know the. Yeah. Well, it's circular. You know. Thermite charges. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. I love his hat. Oh, that, uh, yeah. That hat. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It looks like a sombrero, only it's leather. It's cool. Look at that. It was a great year. Yeah, beautiful vista. It was a great year for sci-fi fans. But then they decided... Okay, we have all of these great films for you. And we're going to pull them out all at once. Yeah. Yeah. And then they started putting out the really stupid ones. <laughs> I mean, it was like a three-week span in June. We got E.T., The Extraterrestrial, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, Blade Runner, and this. Right. I don't I don't understand. Well, you know why? Star Wars and Alien made money. So that's what they were all thinking. Yeah, but Star Wars was 1976 and Alien was 1979. There was a buffer. Yeah, the, well, you know, it takes studios. you got to get the money together. Believe me, after working a full year on a movie, it takes a lot of time. And yeah, and, and I'm saying the studio screwed up the release window. Remember, uh, what do E.T., Blade Runner, pretty much, uh, Blade Runner, Star Trek Two, and uh, that they were controlled by the big three. They should have seen that E.T. was going to be that big. Universal lost money on to, on this movie, and it had knew the ET was going to be that big. Yeah, um, weren't they released on the same weekend? Uh, 
I mean, Blade this is Runner thoroughly. And the I mean, thing was, but E.T. Yeah, came okay, out the weekend okay. before and just destroyed everything that summer. Yeah, well, this is totally adult film. They should either put it out a month before E.T. or two months after. Yeah, they even moved around Conan. Conan was supposed to come out in the same two weeks, but they moved it. Yes, and it was a hit. <clears throat> well, you know, um, if they would have put this out at Halloween, I don't understand why they don't put more horror films out at Halloween. Yeah, I, it yeah, I know. Like you'd make tons of money. Voodoo bullshit. I love him. I love him. Oh, this guy's like flies. Right, Max? Hey, Jerry, it's the God, man. America. Heineken. Von, what's his name again? Mickey, the guy that wrote Chariots uh, of the Gods. Um, um, Von Donegan. Yeah, Von Donegan. Yes. I was just watching that stuff yesterday or two days ago. Yeah. That's the voodoo bullshit, man. Okay, that's the best explanation for it I could hand take. What about you, yeah, Vicky? Yes. Yeah. Because it's from outer that's space. Because it. it's different and it's than you it's different from us. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Why can't it be that simple? It is that simple. And he just shuts up. He might already be Oh, and I love, over. this is some of the scariest real science in the movie. When this they explain the thing. Yes. Tires, you know. Yes. This is what scared me, and I couldn't sleep at night. Yeah, assimilation. Assimilation. <laughs> God. Even though, the, even though I don't know if their computer's that complex to pull off that kind of calculations back in 1982, they did it, and it worked. Oh, yeah. It works enough to... There we go, because see if you know how cells replicate. <laughs> yeah. And all of us, were, we were taught that in school back then. They don't so much teach us that stuff now, but we knew it back then. And look, he's got the watch in his hand. Probability that yep. one or more team members may be infected by intruder organism. 75%. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is. Now here comes and the you scary have... info. Intruder oh yeah, this is the yeah area. Yes, twenty-seven thousand hours from first contract. Yeah, that's not very long. Maybe what six months? Yeah, three months. I don't know. And he's still looking at them dirty jaws. And he's still got that Jim Beam. But also, 
and Coors. Yep. 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 Just remember that. I mean, I love the creature effects in the movie, but what makes it scary is the level of paranoia it creates. To me, that's what horror is all about. Not the not the gross, slimy, bloody stuff. Well, this movie has that too, but like I said, yeah, it had, right. you know. And how easy would it have been to spot the thing if you'd gotten to know these guys before the thing hit? Oh, yeah, it'd be even harder to watch. But you already kind of have your favorites. Yeah. I. Yeah, why don't you? Nobel Prize. <laughs> nope, it needs to be burned. And right there they explained why the Norwegians all got killed. <laughs> there it goes. You know. Oh yeah, the way it just moved. Yep. But that explained what happened to the Norwegians. You can't just kill the finder of the century. Yeah. It's gonna win somebody the Nobel Prize. Well that was in the, the prequel movie. You know, there were people just like here want to kill it and people who want to save it. We got to study it. Yeah, so you guys who want to study it are the ones who kill us all. It's like um, uh, Alien with Ash. Ash is like, we need to study this thing. (laughs) And and, uh, uh, what's his name back there? Why don't they freeze him? Why don't they just freeze him? Fuchs is right. Yeah. No. Dead yet. Fuchs is right. That's Cooper's book. And you know why well, they don't freeze Benning. it? That's what the why? creature would want. Yeah. That's what he's trying to do. Be frozen to death until it finds a way to fix his car and get the hell off it. No, maybe it really does want to. Maybe it really does want to take over planet. Maybe that's its mission. It took over the the spaceship. It got to a new planet. Yeah. Well, I'm just playing the devil's advocate. Yeah, same here. We don't. That's what makes this movie so cool. Is that you can speculate as much as you want. There are. There's no easy answer. This movie is built on speculation because it purposely doesn't give you all the facts. Yep. 
It purposely doesn't give you all Like that. this scene is so creepy when he turns around. Oh, God, yeah. Sad. It's so sad. And it's like, I want to live. I want to live. Yeah, of course. Everything wants to live. Oh. How did that sound in your crappy sound mix? I couldn't see that sound or nothing. Oh, it that is the the creepiest sound effect and it it wasn't very good. Honestly, at this part, when I was into driving, I was like, I got to use the bathroom. I got to go pee. And I was like, there's no way in heck. I I tried to book, wait for the biggest down scene I could before I went and peed. <laughs> yeah, but there aren't any. Yeah. From now on, there really aren't any. I guess now would be the time if you were going to run to the bathroom. I think this was the time when I ran to the bathroom. <laughs> it was a twin air drive-in. Screen one was playing uh, Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan, and screen two was playing uh, The Thing. Yeah, well, I think The Wrath of Khan is the is a fantastic movie. Oh, so God, these yeah. are two really good good science fiction movies that shouldn't be competing against each other. Studios, big dicks, small dicks, whatever, trying to compete with each other. Yeah, we all got $20 sci-fi fans. Yeah. You know. I mean, the worst pick you can make, uh, well, that was the worst thing they did to us. It's like, Okay, pick which one you're not going to see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, remember, 82 in the height of inflation, just like now. And you had to choose what you were going to go see at the movie theater because the movie theater was expensive. And E.T. was more like a communal experience than a movie. You went right. to see it, and if you like it, you took your kids to see it, and then you took your mom and dad, you know. I guess, because E.T. wasn't my thing. I took my friends to see Alien. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it sad, out of all the big four that came out in June, E.T. is pretty much the one... Forgotten about nowadays, except there's a cultural trope. Yeah, kind of sad. Because it overtook everything, our whole culture for a while. Reese's Pieces happened because of E.T. Hey, don't (laughs) diss Reese's Pieces. They're good. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) But, yeah, even right there, you didn't see who ran into the building. Right, who, who was uh, that? Crashed the helicopter. Right, who's... Yeah, but it makes sense if it's... um, uh, What's his name? The guy who's been doing all the experimentation. 
Yeah. Well, the alien, well, I say it could be the thing because he was, uh, look at the way it's torn apart. He was looking for farts. Maybe. And plus, you don't get a chance to rationally think about it because immediately after he finds the trash helicopter, we get this, which is some of my favorite Wilfred Brimley overacting ever. Nobody. Poor Windows. Always gets the shit happen to him. Oh, so he just destroys all the computers. He killed the rest of the dogs. Oh, well, there goes him. Is it being an animal? Right, though. Yeah. Is it cold? See, he's still human here. Yeah. Because only a human would do this. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Wild West. Oh, 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 oh. That's a pretty brave thing right there. <laughs> Poor Windows. He has a he has a concussion. Yeah. Yes, he did. He killed your dogs. They were infected, though. Yeah, and he probably knew it. That's why he yes. he's like, oh, God. As long as one of him survives, he can get the fuck out of there. I leave yeah, with a bottle of vodka. Well, he likes vodka. He was drinking it earlier. Yeah. But the thing is, they leave him alone, he will get infected. Unless the thing's already infected his vodka. No, it was the J, um, the JB. Yeah. I love his speech. Watch Clark. 
Clark. Clark, and watch close, and watch him close. You will be. See, even he's looking suspicious at the vodka.
Oh, God. See, now everyone's acting like, um, what's his name in the Cooper, in the locked away in tool shed. That looks like my gun. I have a gun that looks exactly like that. Maybe too much information. <laughs> it's a good gun. Yeah. I can tell you that. <laughs> I you like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a stomach ache. <laughs> Someone more even tempered child. See look how bleak and isolated and smaller the thing Yeah, it looks getting. smaller. And then that blue light makes it colder. Yeah. Just look colder. Well, look how he's dressed there compared to how he's dressed earlier. All of them. Right. Right. They're all like trying to keep it out. And I love it. He didn't tell anybody that they were infected by the thing. He figured that that if someone knew that they were going to be a thing, they would give some kind of tale or act funny, you know. Yeah. The only one who knew who was going to be a thing or not was pretty much Rob Bottin and his crew. Well, and do you know Rob Bottin nearly killed himself doing the effects from this movie? Yes, because they showed they they showed one um, special uh, feature at the the, um, film. And it was that. Yeah, they almost all died doing the fire fire part of the... Well, no, it's just team. that Rob Bottin worked so hard on the uh, makeup that he uh, suffered a collapsed lung and exhaustion, and they had to rush him to the hospital. Right, but before that... I'll show you where it happened. Uh, here's when you know that there's no hope left. This speech is the point where there's no hope left. But you know he's still a human. Yeah. Trust nobody. Nobody now. I mean, this is the point you realize no hope. Yeah. You know. Nothing else I can do. Just wait. 
Well, yeah, as soon as he said that, I'm like, none of them are making it out. No, nope. you know, if, if if he's he's the hero guy, and he is making a tape for posterity. <laughs> yeah. Fuxac's weird here. Well, he's scared shitless. Yeah. Yep. You don't need to prepare a can meal. <laughs> Just eat it out of the fucking can. Don't use a pan. Don't cook it. Uh-oh. Why is the generator messing up? And how the hell did he get that candle lit? Oh, back then. Back then, there were matches laying around everywhere. I know, but it didn't show him take a match to the candle. It just show him pull the candle out of the door and it's lit. (laughs) Oh, well, that's on the editing floor. (laughs) But, God, that scared the crap out of me when you've seen... Whoever just runs. Yep. Yeah, but you know what? You see how tall he is? It gives you a clue. Now, this is why. Do you think the thing was trying to frame McCready? Yes. Because he's the smartest one. Yeah. We got to find her. No. Why don't you come with me and I'll look outside? Palmer. Human women check the inside. I ain't going with Wendy. I ain't going with Wendy. I ain't going with Wendy. I'm going with Child. I ain't going with you. I'm going with you. Oh, you're going with me. there 
What else would he do? The one thing that he knows that would guarantee them to leave him alone to work on this little project he has going. Right. 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 But this is, yeah. And the one who's making the most sense out of everyone and rallying them to do the right thing is the one who is being framed. Uh-oh, Fuchs. Yeah, Fuchs just vanishes from the movie, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't think we see him again. Yeah, see, he gets he gets caught by the thing. He chased him. Maybe we'll never know. Another mystery that makes this movie so good. Uh oh. Yeah, Windows goes back really quick. See ya. <laughs> if it's the thing, I can just hear his mind. Fuck! Turn the light off. Damn it. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, that ain't going to work, dudes. One of you's infected, at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We all know. This was always a scary moment, just that door. I could have moved. Of course you found it. But there's still 
I do um, like Childs, though. He's the second smartest of them. I love how he deals with the problem. Who? Um, McCready. Uh, uh, excuse me, motherfucker? Yeah. Nothing says diplomacy like dynamite. dynamite. (laughs) Oh God! Just look at his face. Just around how cold it is. But he's still got the same jacket on and everything. That's the whole thing. He still has the same jacket on. He didn't rip through his clothes. Uh-oh. Always where you're not looking. Oh, Lord. And here comes, oh, man, what did you think the first time you seen this scene? I, I, I don't know if I spoke for a long time. This is the scene. He's been dead for how long? Give up. And then, bye! (laughs) Richard Dysart, my captain from sea, um, um, what is that? Bottom of the sea. What is that? Voyage to the bottom of the sea. Voyage to the bottom of the sea. Look at that! Oh my god. What a lovely face. And right here, oh. when this head comes off, none of the actors knew this was going to happen. Only Rob Bottin and right. John Carpenter. And this so, is why they almost burned to death, all of them, because no one knew this was supposed to be happening. No, I'm talking about that little head. And the line right. that he speaks is actually his real reaction. Oh, God, that sound. The sound. Oh, 
right here, they didn't know this yeah. was going to happen. So when he sees him, his reaction is legitimate. <laughs> yeah, but what about the... This is the first time you saw this. Yeah. I basically got that, that same thought that this line coming over here. Well, <laughs> it'd be fucking kidding. <laughs> I just love the fact that they didn't know that little five thing was going to skitter. And all of a sudden, it's just, what the? <laughs> oh, listen to those sounds. So scary. Windows. Windows, do it. Poor Windows. Now, I thought this was a, like a, a really, really ingenious idea. Yeah. There's some damn good shots up here. Yep. Oh, Palmer, shut up. They aren't. <laughs> Did you say that time behind uh, McCready? The only words that you can clearly read is he said they're dead back. Then it flashes over and there's that sign behind him that says they aren't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's That's the thing's weakness is it sense of self-preservation. Yeah. Yeah. Ow, 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 ow. Yeah, you know, there are so many places that you can cut other than the thumb. It's just the fact that he cut his finger like that to get the blood. I mean, just out. I know, but you can just cut somewhere else. The finger is so sensitive. Well, the thumb is, too. I know, I'm diabetic. You know, testing your sugar. Right. But right. still, something that fucking deep. Oh, God. That's enough, Windows. It's fine. Okay, man. That's good.
I love how slowly this builds. Yep. You know. I like this. Now I'm going to show you what I already know. That sizzling sound. Yep. They aren't labeled. Ha 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 Yeah, it's a crock of shit. Clark isn't, he's just dumb. You know, you always need a big dumb guy on all these things. Windows. 
Next to the dogs, that's the saddest. I'd be scared too. No. I don't know. I think I'd have Cooper's reaction if they found out when they found out that I wasn't infected. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Come on. <laughs> I love his reaction right here. It's just such a great line, isn't it? Yes. Well, there's so many great lines. This is yeah, yeah. one of the best. Yeah. Would you mind untying <laughs> me now? Some of have been through a lot. Well, you find the time. Fucking couch! Fucking couch! That's a reaction. This is so great. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, the thing did not infect as many people as what the computer postulated. So, it's actually replicating people slower. Well, it wants to make perfect duplicates. Well, that was pretty good with what's-his-name right there. I mean, he was interacting as if he was a human. Yeah, and now we got the only one they haven't tested. Yep. But too late. And he hasn't hung himself. Look at them. The snow's just sticking to him. Well, it was cold. (laughs) They did shoot a lot. Yeah. You know, there's also a possibility that there's another, another thing out there. Yeah. From the Norwegian. Yeah, what if another dog was infected? You know, from the Norwegian. I mean, this this mother's been busy here. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, look, the boys had not time to get a tech welder, uh, right. uh, blueprints, uh, me- uh, measuring kit. Look, a fucking tool grinder. <laughs> a vice And a whole tool set. Uh, and a whole tool. And look at that. What could that possibly be? Well, I'll be pe- right here. I understand. After this, I understand why the alien kills them all. Yeah. I mean, imagine if you're out there working on your car and you've been busting your butt on it, and then some gay ye- hole comes up to it and just blows it up. <laughs> Well, 
Right. The frozen north is not the place he wants to be. He wants to go home. Well, he could want to go anywhere. That doesn't look like home, but if he goes down to um, civilization, then he can he can fly a Saturn rocket out there to the moon. Yeah. He can build a, a way to contact I mean, look, people. even Spock, when he got stuck on that planet, was stuck on that planet. <laughs> right. You know, sometimes you're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just, that's the way it is. Your technology fails you and you're stuck. You got to make the best of it. Look, this is when the curiosity about child happens. Yep. Yep. But he is gone for a very long time. Yeah. A very long time. Oh, I love that. That flash of lights going out and out. Uh, well, he's now. Yeah. Yep. Right. And then he can infect them. What can we do? What can we do? What can we do? Yeah. And this was another reason why I think it didn't do that good in 1982. People weren't warning uh, very grim and dark. Yeah, dystopian type. Yeah. Yeah. They, they want the hero. They still do. Yeah, they want their damn alien with their damn Reese's Pieces. Yeah. <laughs> they want to phone home. That would be fun. Just demolish a building like that. Yeah. I mean, how's that got to be? You set in your mind, you know that you're dead. Yeah, it must so. be, yeah. Well, a lot of people have faced this. This is um this is when the heroes are actually made. These guys are heroes. Yeah. Well, no matter what, no human is going to make it through this. Yeah. They just don't want to make... They just don't want to let that thing freeze again. You know, there's this theory that McCready is the thing. And he's manipulating this whole thing. I know, this whole thing is... There have been so many theories about it. But there have been comics that follow up past this ending that's coming up that that basically say Child is the thing and McCready wasn't. Yeah, Yeah, the great Dark Horse comics. 
from that. I think um, Dark Horse has it right because this is the second time I've seen it in less than a month, and I still don't think that McCready is the thing. Yeah, and it'll still baffle me that a movie this innately rewatchable. Oh, God, yes. That There's so much in it. John Carpenter's a genius. Nobody ever gives him credit. David Lynch is a genius. No one ever gives him credit. They just call him weird and eccentric. Hey, nothing wrong with being weird and eccentric. Nope, I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. But when they call you genius, then, you know, I don't know. Yeah. More people accept you. Maybe that's not the point. But look at look at the detail. The freaking detail in this movie. I know. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Can you well, fix the generator? It's gone. Well, it's in that. Um... Well, I can see why it took the generator. To use on that little mini spaceship. Yeah. You need an engine. Yes. And then you turn into your thing and you take a couple pieces of you, stick them in the spaceship and fly south. Yeah, who knows what survival precautions that the thing's race has in case of this situation of it crashing. Right. Right. So it's only mis- you know, it's only bad luck is that it crashed in one of the two very few inhospitable modes to it. Right. Right. Cuz if it wouldn't have hit, you know, Ar- the Arctic and didn't hit Antarctica, we'd all be dead. We'd all be seen. Uh oh, I hate this part. Oh god, I think it's so gross. You know the thing that don't give a fuck anymore about hiding. No. Oh god, no. No, it's gotta kill the humans. And I do love that there you don't get to see a final (laughs) version. Of what the thing really is. Yeah. Don't go back there, Nas. Don't. Don't go back there. I I don't want him to die. This is one movie when it gets quiet, you get, you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, you know. Oh, shit. See, if he was the thing, he wouldn't be acting like this. I want you to know the sun, too. What kind of bottles are the kerosene in? The JBs. Yeah. cool would it be if the thing was sort of like the blob? No real 
farm. Yeah. Just a blog. Yeah. Well, whatever it, it needs might to be. be, you know. Maybe that's what it is. <gasps> this is so. What the fuck is this? Oh shit. And it's like, oh my god, it's Kurt Russell. Don't you can't get Kurt Russell. I guess that's a saber tooth tiger. A fossil it ran into. A dog. Yeah. I like what he says to it. Fuck you too. Well, the one thing that I always thought about is that that creature has eaten up so much genetic material that how can it turn into anything anyway? Just one thing, one person, one dog, one whatever. Well, remember, each part of it is its own sentient living being. Right, 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 like McCready said. So it turns into a, a finger creature or a head creature? Yeah. Like I said, its only weakness is its sheer light, is its sheer forward oh, movement it, to survive. Right. Its survival instinct is too strong. See, just popped out of nowhere with the flamethrower. Yeah, you made it. No, it won't. We won't. It shouldn't. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. Each other. We might take to do anything about it. <laughs> nope. I know. For a little while. And see what develops. See what happens. <laughs> the point is, it doesn't matter if 
he's a thing or not. Ain't a damn thing he or the thing can do about it. You know. Yeah, there's nothing human or thing. But if that's really whiskey, and if that's not one of the bottles he had inside, he just busted the thing because the thing just drunk kerosene. Ah. Is that why he's smiling? Yeah. God, this yeah. is still great. What a great movie, huh? But yeah, I still, I mean, I can see why people didn't want to watch a depressing movie back then. But if they would have waited a while and released it other than June, maybe it or Blade Runner would have had a chance. If they would have released Blade Runner, like, say, in August or September, and then this movie around Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. If they would have just not tried to compete with each other. That's what it was like. Whose dick is bigger in all the studios, right? Yeah. And so they screwed everybody. Not just us, but the in, entire industry. Yeah. Thomas so, Waits, uh, uh, he's going to be at Fanboy Convention, which I'm going to next month. The guy oh, who please, played... You... Windows? Yeah. If you get to talk to him, please tell him I'm his biggest fan. <laughs> yeah. I love... Oh, my gosh. I'll probably be the only one there talking to him about the thing. He'll be yeah. like, you know, I'm Windows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Who goes there? John Campbell, Jr. And if you haven't read the story, it's a great read, too. There's a reason oh, yeah. why it's on a lot. It's on three sci-fi stories list. But the reason I think this had a better shot than Blade Runner is that they wouldn't have had to change anything when it hit. No, not at all. Yeah, just the date. I swear to you, if it would have come out Halloween week, people would have walked to the movie theaters to see it. And everyone would have said, oh, it scared me to death. Perfect Halloween movie. Yeah, but it was hard for me to get people to watch this on HBO back in the day. They're like, hey, pull the guys the line. Notice, have you seen the thing? No, it's coming on right yeah. now. Let's go watch the thing. They're like, yeah. Yeah, Poltergeist isn't as scary as this. It has some shock value, but it's and and it has things in it that you've never seen before, but... It doesn't, it's not scary like this. Yeah. Oh, and on the TV version, the ending of it shows the fire the next day after. Then it shows the dog run, another, the dog run off. Yeah, see? There there has to be more than one dog from the Norwegian camp. They just screwed it up royally. But, but still, that's the that, one thing I like about that other movie. They didn't want to give it a depressing ending 
for the TV version. So they changed it with that one saying, hey, we're going to make it less depressing by making a dog still be alive a thing. Uh, yeah, okay. that's not that's not it. Yeah. <laughs> and plus the trailer yeah. for this, it really isn't that good. I don't think I've ever seen the trailer for this. Well, it's for I the mean, trailer, maybe it's the first two minutes of it is just going. We found something out here. We found something. We found something. Don't they show like the big circle in yeah. the trailer? And yeah. And that special thanks to Sam Winston. Stan Winston is because, like I said, when uh, Rob Bottin almost killed himself to make sure that the effects were there on time, destroying his lungs, when he collapsed and was put in the hospital, uh, that right. other guy came in. Right. Um, Stan Winston? Yeah, Winston came in. Well, I really admire Stan Winston. He's, his stuff is great. Well, all of the stuff, FX guy knew that this movie was going to change the game, you know. Oh, yeah. Everyone, yes. Anyone who worked on this, I'm sure, said this is, this is, um, you know, um, new stuff. It's game-changing stuff. See, British Columbia, too. Yeah, tong ass. Yeah. And they did. They froze their asses off. Yeah, they were up in the mountain to film this. They drove up in the mountain in Bearcat. Yeah, well, you know, their breath isn't... What what movie is it where they use smoke at, to pretend that they're out in the cold? I, I mean, know. That was, yeah. that was real, real breath there that they were breathing in and out. Or warm. put ice cubes in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> This movie will still scare the crap out of you as much now as it did then. For the little kids, parents who don't uh, treat their kids right, or to the mothers who go to this movie and just decide, hey, I'm going to make fun of it because I can. You deserve to be slapped. Yes. And I mean that in a you deserve to be slapped way. Because, uh, well, those people who took their kids to the theater when I went to see it, um, they took their teenagers, and their teenagers could care less. They've seen so much CGI. They've seen so much porn. They've seen so much everything. Yeah. That it just, this movie doesn't captivate them. And so leave them at home. God, let us who want to see it, us, and as I said know, for the show, it. there's many of my generation, your generation, and uh, the generation after mine who never really got a chance to see this in the theater. Right, right. They should run it again. Yeah, in the proper scope and, uh, Yeah, for you know, everyone who missed it. Because that you're supposed to feel that music in your chest. 
you know, boom, yes. boom. <laughs> yes. It was, it was just, it was done really poorly. My experience was very, very poor. And then I well, wanted to go to the fifth the element one. Same experience as everyone who went to see it. It was right like an avalanche of, what the, what is this crap? Right. Well, um, they were running the fifth element the next week, but I was uh, on them on vacation because yeah. I wanted to compare to see what what ha- would happen between you know the audience, the mm-hmm. the way in which they showed the movie. Yeah, only the fifth element is uh, was done not in eighty two. They screwed that and up too. So, did they? What a I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just keep hearing horror stories, how they show the films. They're saying it's like going and watching a DVD on a big screen. Yes, that's exactly what it was. A DVD, not even a Blu-ray, but a DVD. It's like they popped in a DVD on the big screen with the DVD Dolby One. (laughs) It was just horrible. Yeah. Horrible, horrible. Well, thank you, people, for listening. And we're going to have Vicky back because she surely has sci-fi stuff, especially with the show that she's been waiting how many years to come back? Um, which one are you talking about? Westworld. Wasn't it like a good three to four years oh. in between seasons? <laughs> yes. Yes. And you know what? Uh, the... Um, the first two episodes have been really good. And so I would love to come back and talk about Westworld. And then plus so much uh, other sci-fi that, that we have not, you and I have not talked about so much yeah. that has gone on. So, yeah, I'm ready, willing, and able to resume oh, and, my podcasting. Uh, yeah. And, Vicki, you might, if you get Pluto TV on your computer or on a, a Roku box, yeah. They have a classic Doctor Who channel. Oh. God, oh. That would be really, really helpful. Then I could stop streaming. Because I pay five bucks a month for BritBox just so I can have Doctor Who classic. Because they yeah, don't have new. Yeah. But I have all the new. I have all the DVDs to all the new. Uh, I need the classic. Well, that's good to know. Thanks. And uh, Pluto TV is free. You may have to watch commercials, but it's a channel that shows nothing but classic Doctor Who. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, my God. That sounds great to me. Yeah. I love love classic doctor who i do i'm at the end i'm on um uh oh god what's his name i can't even think of the doctor's name that i'm on right now John but I'm, towards the very, I'm at the very end with ace and um yeah. I'm at the end of the the at the end of the era for doctor who before the re- reboot yeah. And I swear well, I have I've my favorite it. Doctor Who character is a pop figure. 
Yahoo. K9. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. That's odd. Well, I have River Songs. I love her. But K9, I don't even think I've ever seen a K9 before. Uh, it looks just like him with the little antenna dish <laughs> things and the one red eye. I love K9. Yeah, as soon as oh I my seen gosh. it, it was, it was a long time ago. As soon as I seen it, I'm like, K9, yoink. <laughs> yeah, if I saw K9, I'd get him too. In fact, River Song is the only real Doctor Who I've ever seen in a in a pop. That's I don't think I've ever seen I've any seen, other one. I've uh, seen uh, the Fifth Doctor, the Seventh, and uh, the Eighth. Interesting. But thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this. And Same here. Thank you. No, thank you. I couldn't have done it without you. Well, I could have, but oh. it wouldn't have been as fun. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. And I'm really glad that you asked me to do this because, boy, it was fun. Fun and uh, entertaining. Yeah. And with that, good night, everybody. We'll see you on the next show. And don't forget the drive-in will never die because it's always alive in our hearts. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, sweetheart. Where's time to go? Good night, sweetheart. Where's time to go? I hate to leave you, but I Good night, sweetheart. Good night.